Hello, historians. I am your host, Therese Shimkus, and I'm here with your Daily Slice of History. For today's episode, we are going to be talking about an historical era which, if you have followed the show's previous version, This Day in History, you know we love talking about. This era is, of course, early American history, specifically anything that has to do with the American Revolution. While today's event actually took place shortly before the start of the revolution, it is still deeply related to it, so let's get into it. On this day in 1774, delegates from 12 of the 13 American colonies met at the First Continental Congress in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The purpose of this meeting was to organize colonial resistance to the intolerable or coercive acts, which were in return a response to the events of the Boston Tea Party, which were in reaction to prior attempts by Britain to unjustly tax the American colonies. If you are interested in learning more about the British response to the Boston Tea Party, check out my episode from March 7th of this year. Anyways, back to the Congress. As I mentioned, delegates from 12 of the 13 colonies convened in Philadelphia, with the notable absence of Georgia. This was because Georgia was putting down a Native American uprising at the time, and, being dependent upon the British for military supplies, was unwilling to participate in a meeting which would surely be seen as rebellious and seditious. Despite Georgia's absence, the delegation which convened in Carpenter's Hall was anything if not star-studded, including such future luminaries as our first president, George Washington, his vice president and our second president, John Adams, his cousin, Sam Adams, future Supreme Court Chief Justice, John Jay, and famed orator, Patrick Henry. These delegates were all chosen to attend the convention by their respective colonial legislatures or by their committees of correspondence. However, the instructions each colony had sent with their delegates were anything but uniform. While they all agreed that they must make a show of combined authority to Britain, colonies such as Pennsylvania and New York were set on seeking a resolution with the Crown. Given these very mixed viewpoints, it shouldn't be surprising that the first several weeks of the Congress were taken up in much discussion and debate. Ultimately, in an impressive show of colonial unity, it was agreed that the colonies must unite to make clear to Britain and the world the grievances of the colonies. Having made this resolution, the Congress issued a Declaration of Rights, a document which, while restating the colonists' loyalty to Britain, disputed the right of the British Parliament to tax the colonists without fair representation in the legislature. Along with this, the Congress passed the Articles of Association, which called for the cessation of imports from the British Isles beginning on December 1, 1774, if the Intolerable Acts were not repealed by that time. So while these resolutions conveyed a desire and a willingness to remain loyal to Britain, they also laid out a list of firm demands. Added to these resolutions, the Congress agreed that if their demands were not met in a timely manner, they would reconvene in Philadelphia on May 10, 1775. Spoiler alert, Britain did not meet the Congress's demands, and so by the time the Second Continental Congress had met on May 10, 1775, the American colonies had been at war with the most powerful nation on Earth for almost a month, and were now charged with the monumental task of facing down that superpower. But unfortunately, that is a story for another episode. Thank you for listening, historians. Have a great day, and I'll see you on Thursday.